0: Cracking the code on how you can drive business results and customer connection, equipping you to acquire, engage, and retain customers, inspiring lasting loyalty across mobile, web, apps, and more. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by analyst, author, and top 30 mobile marketing influencer, Peggy and Saul.
1: Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence. This is episode 380 and I'm your host as always Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove bringing you experts insights to help you connect with your customers in a meaningful way in our challenging times because right now that's what we need right we're living history rewriting the playbook as we go along some of it is ad lib because we need guidance we need good advice we need the experts, which is why we're going to be talking about an area that is getting a boost in these challenging times. And my guest today is Philip Vogert. He is Executive Director of the VRAR Association here in uh, Germany, where I'm based, so Germany, Austria, Switzerland, also, importantly, co-founder of Headgear. So, hey, Philip, it's great to have you here today on Mobile Presence. Hey.
2: Oh, it was an absolute pleasure, Peggy. It's, it's been a been a long time coming that we finally got a, got this podcast interview going.
1: Absolutely. I mean, under these circumstances also because, hey, let's face it, uh, it's unprecedented times. It's unexpected boost for VR as well because, you know, virtual is now the de facto. Why don't you tell me a little bit about, uh, well, you've got two hats on, to be honest. You've got the hat of the VR AR Association. Also, headgear we'll be talking about, but uh, maybe talk a little bit about uh, you and the VARAR Association. What's going on over there? Uh, You're based in Hamburg, right?
2: Yes, uh, I'm based up here in Hamburg, Germany, Um, but as of uh, a year ago now, the association's uh, director, uh, global director and founder asked me to look after the German-speaking language countries here in Europe. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have chapters throughout Europe, whether that's in, in the Netherlands or Belgium or France, Spain, Italy. We have them all over the U.K., yeah. uh, but we're a global association. So it started off the, out in New York and San Francisco. We got big chapters in Vancouver, Shenzhen, New Delhi, uh, Sydney. So we're, we're we're a global, global organization.
1: Absolutely, um, and, it's, and it's a global industry as well. I mean, how did you get interested in this, uh, Philip? I mean, I know you personally, so I know this <laughs> is, you know, your zone. You're into yeah. it. Um, yeah, this, w-
2: this has w- been a passion of mine for yes. a long time. Um, I mean, okay, the, the, the kind of the, the second wave of this VR, AR industry kind of picked up when Oculus got bought uh, back in 2014. Uh, and, you know, oddly enough, that's two weeks after Mark Zuckerberg bought them, is when I founded my company, Headgear. Mm-hmm. But actually, my history with VR goes back uh, over 15, 16 years now, when I did uh, my master's degree in London in virtual environments in the architectural school. So back then the headsets costed twenty grand, and you know you had cave environments that you were projected onto. Uh, you know it was a very much a university-driven topic for many many years, and it's been uh, the the technology is much older than that. It goes back you know thirty odd years of uh, virtual Absolutely. And reality.
1: Absolutely, but, and and how are you holding up? I mean um, your yourself. I mean we all have to be virtual. You know you're based in Hamburg. What what are you doing in, in these you know are challenging times are you spending a whole lot more time working with thinking about maybe even answering some some emails and calls of people saying hey arvr is crossing the chasm i want to be in on this what do i do
2: oh i mean there's there's there, there's one big big hot topic because of all this remote working that's going on at the minute all this working from home business and all these zoom meetings that are happening mm. uh, the associations and different accelerator groups have been actually uh, launched a web page called xrcollaboration.com, where you can actually see over 50 different virtual platforms in which you can collaborate, whether that's with a headset or through your, uh, you know, MacBook or PC, or whether through that, you know, any various headset, whether that's AR or VR. So there's there's a lot of uh, traction at the minute to looking at how are we going to work in the future and how does remote working actually happen in a virtual space as opposed to a flat 2D video VC video conference. That's amazing,
1: xrcollaboration.com, right? Yes, yes. Okay, Uh, I'll I'll put those in the show notes. I mean, that would be great also for our listeners, for our audience. I mean, not just as businesses, but uh, hey, as people, how to be doing this properly.
2: Yes, yes. I mean, it's a a really exciting uh, time for, for us to be exploring these things. And we're giving a lot of guidance to people like just stepping into VR or AR for the first time so there's lots of tour guides you know because there's so many different platforms out there that do different very different types of things um but uh, you know we also have with the vr ar association i'd be remiss to say if uh, we didn't have the if i promoted the global online summit that we're having on june first second and third mm-hmm. so uh, if you you can check it out through the the varara.com and okay. uh, we have a whole global summit three days some of it will be, you know, video conferences and webinars, but some will happen in virtual spaces too. So it'll be a, a big industry event uh, that should that we should promote a little bit here too.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, I'm happy to do that. I mean, I'm flying the flag for everyone who's doing what they can, you know, to keep everything going in these times. I mean, virtual summit. Let's face it, that's that's what it is. I'm doing a, a series of virtual you know, chats and fireside chats. Uh, um, also, some other summits. I think you're a speaker on a couple of them as well.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: What would you, you know, what would you say? I mean, it's obvious that businesses are getting into the action. You know, you're reading about, um, you know, ASICS doing a virtual reality shoe launch. We've got Google, right, bringing animals into your office in case you were bored. Uh, you know, there you go, virtual tigers, leopards, cats, just to keep us going, keep us entertained. I mean-
2: and even even volkswagen has just launched a virtual car showroom here uh, here in germany so you can actually go and you know try out all the various different models you know switch colors for cars as you want them to go around and actually you know uh get a feel for the car and, and 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 some really nice high definition Uh, you know virtual environment.
1: Mm -hmm. So that's really interesting Philip and that's why I have you on the show you know you have your finger on the pulse you're passionate about this area. Um, You brought up Volkswagen I didn't know that one um, even though I'm based in Germany can't know everything so I appreciate that thank you for sharing that one. Why don't you run me through a couple more that are sort of top of mind with you simply because um, they've done something really cool or it's just a company coming into the space using this really well.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think we'll talk more about, uh, you know, our, our, our project uh, that Headgear had launched recently. Yep. But I think mm-hmm. for, uh, for for the VR and AR space, there are a lot of different options out there for, for brands to be looking at. So mobile AR uh, is a very uh, hot topic because it has the kind of reach that you would want for, for your audience. If anyone can access it, whether it's via an app or whether you embed it inside of Snapchat, Facebook or Instagram, or even if you now, uh, what we did with our project is, is, is web AR, so you don't need to download an app and you can go straight through the browser of Safari or Chrome to launch a little AR experience. And this that's great for interactive advertising, whether that's actually you know, in retail or in on billboards with codes or scans or just simply sharing on digital content, it's a great way to interact with your customer base whether that's, you know, a young target market that you want to maybe attract with embedded uh, Snapchat lens or whether that's, you know, a wider reach stuff that we had uh, you know, we can talk about later. Mm-hmm. But in the VR sense, I mean, VR has always been my passion. I think uh, there's a lot of opportunity in terms uh, for brands to explore ways of, of getting, I mean, a lot of these activations are have been event market driven. So it's a little bit difficult to, you know, be doing that in these uh, t- points in time but I think uh, there's, there's a lot of potential for 360 video access to get people to try on and buy these very cheap headsets like the Oculus Go for 200 bucks or a Pico Neo for a couple hundred more. And then people can actually get you know, immersed into your product that you want to create. As long as you've got that interactive element, then you can really build something engaging with your audience.
1: I think a real point here, and we'll talk about this right after the break, which we're going to shortly, but a real point, you know, listeners note this and write it down, you know, web-based means you're sidetracking, you're bypassing a lot of that friction, you know. It's not download an app, it's just experience it. And uh, Philip, we'll be talking about that in depth and also about your company as well, so nobody, no one go anywhere, we'll be right back after the break.
0: Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm.
3: It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a 10th of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, It's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose.
0: LPO. Landing Page Optimization. Where we make marketers great using design, data, psychology, and attitude. Join our host, Brian Massey, best known as the conversion scientist, as he sits down with leading marketers to help you create campaigns that deliver. LPO, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.fm. Here's your host, Peggy Ann Sauls.
1: And we're back to mobile presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. We have Philip Vogart. He is Executive Director, VR, AR Association, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, and also more importantly, founder, co-founder rather of Headgear. We're going to be talking about that company as well in the space. And Philip We know, we're talking about the, the unexpected boost and the great opportunity to use VR, AR for brands, for marketers. And that's exactly what you're doing at Headgear as well. Just to understand that, because I think we all sort of lost track of it a little bit, thinking it was way too complex. There was way too many hurdles. You know, it was making people download the app, for example, to start. You still need some sort of gear, but you don't always need gear because when we're talking about web-based, you know, it's uh, not—it's just your phone. So, why don't you tell me a little bit about how a marketer can get into this, like right now? What what is what is required, and what is the what is the difficulty? Because I think it's not that difficult anymore.
2: No, no. I mean, the the to get into mobile AR uh, and base, especially this web XR stuff is 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 very very easy now. I mean, in comparison uh, to like generally building a website, there are tools now that have this you know templatable format that so you can actually just create an AR experience. Really, the only two parts that are important when you consider using AR experiences is that you need a 3D designer. So instead of a graphic designer or UX designer, you need someone that's gonna create a 3D model, a, a, a digital 3D model that you want to you know, show off a product, or if you want them to interact in some kind of way, you need you need these kinds of expertise. And that is no different than hiring a, a, a graphic designer nowadays. They're, I wouldn't say they're a dime a dozen, but they, they're, they're around and there's a lot of great talent out there when it comes to 3D design. That's one and more important part. The other part that is, is special for this uh, building an app or building uh, a, a web AR experience, you need, of course, some kind of programming knowledge because, mm-hmm. uh, of course, for, for building an HTML page, you need to have uh, the, the skills to write a bit of JavaScript code. But at the same time, uh, that you, you need a bit of uh, you know, uh, native experience to build an app for, for augmented reality as well. So the the you you'll you'll have these kind of uh, you know people available already. But I think what's really exciting is that there are platforms out there for web AR as well as uh, creating apps that you can use. You know, simple software toolkits, uh, whether that's Zapar or EighthWall.com. These are uh, you know mobile specific platforms where you can actually launch applications without any coding expertise, and you just uh and it accesses uh, again all you need is a 3D designer or even if you don't want to do 3D design, if you want to just launch a video through, uh, through an image tracker, that is also possible to be used. A lot of companies like uh, Nivea here in Germany are using that on their products to you know, simply give additional information on top of their products. And that doesn't require even a 3D programmer. It's just being able to you know, uh, access the phone's camera yeah. and then launching an experience.
1: So, so, so very, very straightforward. And that's what you're doing in one of your own projects that uh, I wrote about actually recently because you're working with um, Spring, which is part of Axel Springer, major publisher in Germany, with I think three hundred titles, something like that, two hundred. I mean, immense, huge. Yeah. big deal. Um do not you tell me a little bit about what you've done there?
2: Yeah, uh, I started working with uh, Axel Springer just over a year ago to 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 bring them into the fold uh, with. Uh, the possibilities of augmented reality and uh, we uh, got very excited about the web AR side of things because as a print publisher and a digital uh, publisher they were not so excited about uh, what the, they had to, the effort they would have to do to build an individual AR app and they wanted something accessible that is quick and interactive that, they, that their consumers and readers could use so in the first case uh, the the, the team at spring, uh, got on board, uh, developed am Sonntag It's just the Sunday newspapers here in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, uh, did a whole travel section, uh, uh, piece on California. So in these, you know, times where tra- there's a massive travel ban, they created an, an AR experience that's, you know, w- would be an AR portal. That basically means that you, it's a 3d doorway that appears on your camera phone. You walk, literally through the doorway into a 360-degree video of the California coast, whether that was you know, uh, on Pacific Highway 1 or Venice Beach or what have you, just to you know, give their Sunday readers a little bit of something to do whilst at home. And uh, the, the traction was very good for an audience that is not AR-savvy at all. I mean, we're talking yeah. about print media, Sunday newspapers, 40-plus you know, readers, uh, years older for readership and uh you know over 20,000 views uh from from a from a print article that actually launched all one or three uh, of the applications that uh, they could go visit.
1: And that's something you did as as headgear. I mean, what else are you doing as headgear with uh with you know with brands, companies, marketers because you know, you made the point. I need someone who could do 3D modeling. I need some programming. That is talent that is out there. So the barrier to entry for companies is very low and the need to engage is very high because you know virtual is our new collective default state. So what are you doing with maybe some smaller companies or what are some projects that you're involved in there?
2: To be honest, uh, Headgear started off as actually a, a, a game studio to explore VR gaming.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh,
2: of course, uh, we, 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 our backgrounds are actually in mobile development. Uh, the, you know, even before the the smartphone was out, we were building applications in Java and games and porting things like that. So we, these were the WAP times, the GSM times. So oh,
1: yeah. uh, we
2: we are mobile experts, and and that's why we always stayed that way. And and uh, when they launched the, the the Gear VR on Samsung, we launched games on that platform as well as mm-hmm. you know some 360 advertising. Uh, then uh, when mobile AR took off uh, back in 2000, end of 2017, with Ah, uh, Google and Apple launching their AR Kit, AR Core software development kits. We started building apps for—I can't say the the, the German uh, uh, shopping retailer—that's where because it hasn't come out yet. But okay. we built a whole uh, product uh, catalog uh, for an AR application that uh, you know for home decoration items that you could cool. you know see uh, a cushion or uh, a table, a stool, a vase, a candle holder any kind of you know actual like you know product and see the the actual size doesn't fit in my environment so the, the utility behind augmented reality is, is is fantastic for the you know whether that's you know IKEA IKEA places where you can actually put in their own furniture or your own furniture to see if it fits in your home or whether that's you know the the Auto Group another big retailer here that does you know furniture design so mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of uh, ways you can use AR applications to create great utility uh, yeah. Utility apps uh, and and to be able to, to to showcase a product in 3D and allow people to interact with that 3D uh, that 3D model essentially look behind it look around it and rotate it as opposed to just taking a photograph and plopping it in a web store.
1: No, and you got a point there because sometimes you know and we'll see that more and more that advertising isn't advertising the way we know it. You know these are different times and sometimes just being genuine, being helpful, you know those are. What the things that matter the most. So to your point, you know, if AR is going to help me make a choice and make a purchase, that's also a reason I would gravitate to a brand. So marketers shouldn't just be looking at the, you know, the bells and whistles. I guess.
2: No, I mean, I I think you know one of the, uh, what is the name of the, the the eyeglasses brand out of New York? Uh, sorry, I, I can well, give you it later. A later yeah. later in the in the show for the show notes, but there's a, even like you know, actually using your phone to try on a pair of uh, eyewear that actually, you know, using face tracking, you can actually see what the model of the glasses would look like before having to try on 20 different pairs at a store, which, you know, even for sanitary reasons is not the greatest idea either. Uh, you know, you can actually go stay at home and try on a various, you know, uh, looks and, and shapes and, and glasses and colors and all that using face tracking technology with AR or even if you want to get even more simple, there's uh, you know, online shops now offer, uh, the ability to like view stuff in AR using your browser, no, you know, nothing special. You just need the model. And then, uh, you know, you stick that, you know, in your Shopify, uh, you know, uh, store and you can launch an AR experience on your mobile browser. Also mm-hmm. an option there, there's, mm-hmm. there's just so much tech out there that people you know, are overwhelmed. They can't even decide on an email platform that they don't even think of what's that are going to be adding real benefits to, to, to their customers.
1: And I'm just curious, you know, just a, just a quick one for people listening, because I know that there's great interest in this. I wrote the article where I interviewed you recently over at Digital Content Next because people are saying this has to be booming, right? We're digital. This has to be booming. We're virtual. Um, could you just give me an idea in a, in a quick nut, you know, nutshell nugget? What kinds of budgets would we be talking about if um a marketer says you know i've got i'm a mid-sized marketer um i want to do this i want to get started just so they can think about this in the back of their mind because i think that it's a lot more in reach than people think it is
2: i guess of course it's all about scale um mm-hmm. if we're talking about building you know an embedded uh, snapchat lens or facebook instagram filter that is just there to you know entertain some of, of your, your 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 customers uh that can you know be done in, in a couple of days by you know uh, you know a talented programmer that mm-hmm. can knows the knows the software that Facebook and Snap deliver to 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 the to the developing community. They can build that you know in a couple of days, and you 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 shouldn't be charged more than you know I don't know a, a couple of grand for something like that. To be got honest, got it. That, that,
1: that, yeah. but if we're
2: talking then if we're talking about scale, if you're talking about like a web AR experience where you need to you know additionally. Hook into another platform, whether that's you know Zappar or Eighth Wall, uh, or any number of other ones. Wikitude is another great platform. By the way, all three are members of our association. There um, you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and these guys have been going on for you know AR mobile AR has been around for quite a while since you know since the uh, iPhone two was launched. AR has been around, but these web AR AR experiences, you can pay. You have to already pay the platform fees. Uh, that can you know go up to like a grand just for a month uh, of of having a campaign online without the views and they do a pay per view type uh, scenario so you, it really is hard to say i'd say you know building a whole interactive animated uh web AR experience could run you like around the ten k mark
1: yeah but um, that's that's still it's still doable and has a great deal of benefit as well. We do have to go to break right now, last time, Philip, but when we come back, we'll talk about some more, some how-tos, some great advice for our listeners as they move in, break on through to the other side, as I might say. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back.
0: Mobile Presence, sponsored by Clevertap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.fm. Here's your host, Peggy Ann Saltz.
1: And we are back to the final segment of Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz. We have Philip Vogard. He's been our guest today from the VR AR Association, also co founder of Headgear. And Philip, it's been great to have you on the show, above all because you share uh, freely uh, your information, your your sort of your inside track from so many years in the industry. what would you say to someone who's saying, okay, you've got us excited. The first two segments, we got them very excited about the opportunities here. But we also want to save them a little bit of the grief, right? So rather than say the do's, I'd like you to focus in on the don'ts. So they're excited about getting into VR, AR, because this is the time. What should they avoid?
2: Ooh. Um, well, okay, like I said, uh, the AR has been actually around, uh, you know, since 2007 mm. uh since smartphone pretty much came out uh, as soon as they, they 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 had the opportunity to use the camera AR was available and it just hasn't taken off so i would say uh the reason why ar is is now uh, you know of such importance is okay you've got uh you know a, a generation that has now been growing up with it with snapchat and instagram lenses and all that you have a particular target market that you can you know access there but what you got to be careful about with AR. Is that you, if you build an AR app by itself, I mean, you got to have a really good reason to build an AR app, a dedicated AR app. I yeah. mean, you could maybe add AR on top of your existing app. You know, get a get an SDK, uh, an SDK, and plug it into your app to make AR available within your existing app. I would not. I'd be very, very careful if you go into the down the app route to build a standalone one. Yeah, those it's tough. you got to
1: get them hard. to download it. You have to get found. I, 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 mean, I hear
2: you here, because AR is, is you, know, you is such great such a great add-on. It's it's not uh, you know uh, a te- it's, it's, as a technology, it really works in conjunction with three key principles. You, either you want to educate someone uh, by informing them about what the thing looks like, uh, or you want to you know use it for educational purposes to you know give it uh, the spatial relationship uh, between objects in your room. Or you want to entertain them somehow. Obviously, you want to, you mm-hmm. know, get them excited uh, to, you know, activate the the brand. Whether it's, you know, a soft drink or a pair of shoes or what have you, you can get, you know, people to start sharing this kind of content. Um, the other thing I'd be very careful with is uh, what kind of AR technology you're using. Uh, just uh, this is a bit techy, but I promise it'll be very straightforward. There's two technologies with AR. There is image-based tracking and slam-based tracking. So image-based tracking is that old AR technology where you needed like a marker or some kind of printout, and then the model would be glued to that thing. So if you wanted to show a coffee machine pop out of your counter, you would have a marker on the table. Got it. Those ones are, uh, they they still kind of work really nicely with billboards, but you know, now the technology has advanced so far that the camera is actually scanning your room. It knows practically every surface, where you can place something and you can move it on that surface, and you're not tied to an, uh, a marker anymore. So, uh, be very careful with uh, the, the technology that you want to be in, in using. So, it's, it's, that's why we, we for our project we use Eighth Wall because they have their own slam tracking library that is used for the web AR experience.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, this is some, some great advice, and I am sure, one, I'm sure, Philip, that you're going to be back, because I'm going to bring you back on our show, <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, I can imagine that our listeners are saying, hey, this is the first time I'm getting like layman's terms around this tech. How do they stay in touch with you? How do they stay up to date with what you're doing, because you've got some events coming up?
2: Yeah, yeah, well, because... Um, uh, the- because of the article that you wrote, uh, it got gained a lot, quite a lot of traction. We're actually going to do a deep dive session about wow. how we built the project with the publisher and uh, my CTO, my co-founder. Uh, they're going to they're going to give a deep dive session on May the sixth for the for the cool. travel and tourism committee for the VRAR Association. And I can send you those links uh, so you can put them in the show notes as well. So Absolutely. if you really want to get you know what uh, the publisher thought about it and what you know what were the challenges and learnings from the, the from ARP's point of view, uh, you're more, anyone's more than welcome to join uh, the association's online meetup on May the sixth.
1: Cool. Uh, and
2: of course I did mention, you know, there's the, the, uh, the VRAR global online summit. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a great executive producer uh, that brings, you know, amazing speakers from the likes of, you know, Google and Apple and Ninantic, the guys that, you know, built Pokemon go. Uh, we have like, all these amazing speakers for three days, whether you're looking at virtual or mobile or AR or any immersive technology. Uh, it's also worth uh, you know, a free online uh, conference, you know yet another one. Uh, that will be in the first, second, and third of June. If you want to reach out to me, uh, you can reach out to, well, I'd say, let's do my Headgear uh, email. It's just uh, phi at headgear.io. And headgear.io is our website. And you can also just reach out through that. We're on Twitter and Facebook as well if you want to come find us.
1: Great, Philip. I want to thank you so much for sharing that, for being on the show today. And as I said, you will be back. So listeners, it's not our last time with Philip. We will get deep dives into AR and VR going forward. And of course, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week, find out how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at MobileGroove.com. That's where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And as always, earlier episodes of our show, you can find them at WMR.com. You can also find the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon.